Well, I uh, I keep expecting people to stop listening to this podcast because I just haven't recorded very many episodes. Um, but you guys keep listening. So <laughs> I'm, I'm at more views per the two episodes that I've uploaded than my other podcast. I have a podcast that I put so much energy into called Donut Thursdays. Um, and, and that's, yeah, my job as a nutrition coach. Um, and so I, I upload podcasts talking about nutrition stuff all the time. Um, and, and I do that at least once a week, sometimes two or three times a week. I'll upload an episode there, um, mostly on Thursdays. So it's just funny to see like, man, like you guys keep listening to, to this one. It's like, man, people don't always want to hear about nutrition and flexible dieting, but there's a lot of guys that are wanting information about marriage. So yeah, I'm, uh, still going strong so far. It's, it's month three, our three month anniversary was, which, which I think that sounds stupid. Um, we're, yeah, I, I think that three months is like technically like very irrelevant compared to like the long term, uh, marriage that that we're going into so to me it sounds a little silly to say like oh our three month anniversary but it has been i've learned so much for the past three months so yeah i haven't planned anything for this episode i just had a few things that were kind of been on my mind the last couple of days um and i got a buddy that's getting married and i was thinking about him today uh and i just had this thought of like man like if i could tell him one thing it's like don't stop trying. Like <laughs> it sounds silly, like three months in that I would be saying that already. Um, but I think for a lot of people, it's like, once you're married, that's like the end of the road. Like you're there, you won, you did all that you needed to do. Like you've successfully, uh, done being a Christian well, uh, in, in pursuing a marriage well. So it's like, okay, now you can just chill. And I'm like, that is so untrue. And I'm not just thinking about like just texting him today and be like, man, like, I know it seems like everything in your life has led up to this moment of being on the altar and finally saying like I do and like being able to get married and to uh, consummate the marriage, which is, yeah, sounds silly to mention, but that is a really big like driver for a lot of men is, is um, especially Christian men or people that are trying to be good, good, uh, good in relationships. They, they try to push, push off sex and, and, and lust. Um, so that's like a huge like finish line for them. It's like, oh, I never have to worry about this again. I'm married. I don't have to worry about conflict ever again. I don't have to worry about time management. All my time will be with her. It's like, man, that's so hard. And one of the things that I've found difficult even in the first three months is like, man, like I am struggling sometimes when it comes to like my community. Um, and, and a lot of people are in a lot of different situations. But for me, before I was married, I was in a house with seven other dudes uh, and we would always just like hang out like every night and we'd watch movies and play video games. And it was like, man, like just like the bachelor lifestyle. Uh, I obviously would see Jocelyn often. Like I would see her probably every day, mostly, um, sometimes every other days or every two days. But I, I mean, every Wednesday was date night. We'd see each other very often. So, but it doesn't like you, you, you underestimate how much like spare time you have just hanging out with the fellas uh, until it's kind of taken away from you. And, and I told Jocelyn this earlier, we were talking about this a little bit too. I'm like, I would not change anything. Like I love how we're living now. I love being married to you. I love getting to spend time with you. It's just hard. And, and that's how I would describe it is it, it's just hard. It, it's a different walk of life. Like you're, you're in the next chapter and sometimes it's, it's easy to like look back longingly of like, man, I wish I was back there with the, with the boys. But, um, sometimes like what you kind of have to do. And I was told this by, by a wiser man before me 
like sometimes it needs to be kind of a hard separation initially just to get used to not seeing them all the time because otherwise you're gonna continue to like make time for them and it's like man like your priority is being a husband right now um and, and easily like before that it was really easy for me to like look at a relationship ethically of like okay well if i'm hanging out with them tonight then i'm hanging out with you tomorrow night and it's like even split um but like right now it's like it doesn't matter how much sense it makes that you should be hanging out with them it's like man your priority is being a husband um so that's been something i've just been like learning and walking through recently uh, especially as it's like end of summer like i'm heading into my senior year of college uh and, and so like a lot of the guys are back in town like everything's kind of kicked up um around me and they're all hanging out and i'm just like working and, and that's part of i think my life in general as like a aspiring entrepreneur of starting my own business is like man it takes a lot of energy i don't have a specific schedule and so every minute that i'm taking away from the work day even now like i'm a little stressed even recording this podcast it's 4 15 i'm like it's not five o'clock yet i can't clock out yet like i'm still on work hours um but yeah i'm i'm doing this just because i think that there's value in it and, and obviously people want to hear it so uh, yeah, that's the biggest thing. And one of the things I also wasn't anticipating um, <clears throat> when it came to marriage is just like, I thought it'd be so easy to wake up in the morning and, and like read the Bible. Um, well, waking up in the morning is, they're both, they're two separate things, I think, now that I'm saying it. It wasn't when I, when I first said it, but um, waking up in the morning, I thought it was gonna be way easier because I was like, I'm not staying up till midnight with the boys. Like I'm not uh, spending all my time and energy with them. It's like, I'm, I'm just chilling all day mostly. Like I work and I hang out with you and I go to bed. And so I thought it'd be much easier to wake up and be disciplined, but man, it's like hard. Like not only do you have like the woman you love laying next to you, it's like, it's kind of hard to leave her in the morning. Um, <clears throat> but then you also have just like your sleep schedule. Like, it just doesn't, translate as easily as you'd think. Um, I thought that once I got married, I'd have this wave of discipline given back to me after I've been chopping it down for so long of like, man, I'm gonna sleep in today and I'm not gonna work super hard um, at my job because I'm tired and all this stuff. It's like, no, like that stuff really does impact you long-term. Whether you see it or not, it's like, man, that stuff is really uh, taking a toll on like the trust you have for yourself. Uh, I, on my other podcast, I was talking about like, if we treat the trust for ourselves like a piggy bank, um, and, and each time that you do something, you follow through on an activity, you say you're going to, you're putting a coin in the piggy bank and, and some things are worth more and some things are worth less. Um, but depending how much on how much money is in the piggy bank, um, <clears throat> each time you say you're going to do something, you're spending a little bit of that too. So you don't make that money back unless you follow through. So if you have nothing in your piggy bank, each time you say something, you're not going to have any trust for yourself because you have nothing to prove that you can actually follow through. Um, and so like for so many months and, and even like maybe the last couple of years, I've been taking money out of that piggy bank. Like each time I don't follow through, I'm spending a little bit of that money. Um, and, and that's like kind of whittled away over time of like, man, I got I got nothing left. So I got to just start doing things. I just got to start trusting myself and and following through. And that's no easy task. I think I'm slowly getting better at it um over the time of being married just because it's like man like i've i'm not doing this by myself anymore like i'm not doing this for myself anymore i told jocelyn i said i if it were just me i would be working a manual labor job making trying to make much less not trying to make more i should say i'm not trying to make less but uh i'm not trying to make a ton of money i would just be living paycheck to paycheck and, and spending money how i want and just trying to like enjoy my life and chill but i'm like it's, it's a loving act for me to want to work hard for you every day. And so 
that's like what's kind of like charging that trust is like man I, i'm not doing this for myself like i need to have trust i need to have that piggy bank full because if i don't like i'm not gonna be able to follow through on this business i'm not gonna be able to follow through on the way that i provide for her um there's so much more on the line than there was when i was just dating or engaged when i just had to worry about myself it's like no you're you're worrying about a, a woman that you love and that you would do anything for um and, and you're responsible for providing her the life that that you want and that's a, that's a heavy weight to bear um, and that's something that I've been bearing. And I talked about a little bit last podcast, um, but her and I were actually going to to potentially buy this house very recently. And, and I think it was just last Friday. No, two Fridays ago. No, it was last Friday. We were very close to buying it, like very, very close to like I had the papers in front of me to sign it. <clears throat> but prior to that, um, I like was just feeling very anxious about providing. So it's like, man, I need to be in a rush to to buy property so that I can try to make money off of it, try to get cash flow so that I can make some more money and try to start reeling some stuff in so that I can support us. Um, and, and it was just a very stressful situation. And like, I was very like reluctant to want to do this. Um, even though like I knew it may be the right call, but there's like, it's a big risk, like spending money on something that you're not sure we were planning on doing Airbnb potentially, and so that's something that's like pretty new to the market. Like there has Airbnb has been around for the last five to seven years ish. Um, and it's starting to blow up. So we wanted to buy a house, put it on Airbnb and then rent an apartment. Um, and so that a big decision, like very big decision, a lot of money, that would be almost all of our savings that is going into um, a down payment on a house. So yeah, very big decision, very big risk. Um, and so I was reluctant to like make that decision. I'd always wanted to look into it. I have this like entrepreneurial thing that God has given to me, um, that I just continue to like have these ideas and my mind is all over the place, but I just want to like do like different business things. I don't want to have a ceiling. I don't want to have anyone above me, which is selfish and prideful. Um, but I do think that that's something that God's given me just because it's been there since I was young. Like I've always wanted to do different things, start a blog, all this stuff, like just constantly looking for new business ideas. Um, but yeah, just a general like level of stress. And you probably heard it from the last podcast of like the pressures of providing, of providing a life for the woman you love, um, and the family that you'll eventually have hopefully and Lord willing. And that's like a heavy, heavy burden to bear. Um, but it was the day before when I was initially just thinking about it. Um, and it was starting to get real. And so it was, it was last Thursday and I was mowing cause I do a part-time job doing lawn care car wash. Uh, and I was mowing the lawn and I was listening to a podcast about it. And like, I don't know what it was, but I like immediately, like, I just like had this thought. And if you know, and if you're a man there, I know men are a lot different in a lot of ways. Um, but the way that I usually like process emotions and process uh, thoughts is through like reason and logic versus emotion. Um, and so like, I feel like I have to justify every emotion by a reason I feel that way. And so if I can't justify it, then I no longer feel it. Um, and that's not a lot of people. And, and I'm sure there's, there's definitely times where I just feel emotions. Um, but it's very rare that I do that without processing through it before feeling it. it's like, oh, I should be feeling this way. Therefore I feel this way. Um, versus the other way around. It's like, I feel this way. This is why, if that makes sense. So the logic and reason comes before. Um, so like if I'm mad at Jocelyn, I don't, it, it's it's justified and I've thought about why I'm mad at her before I actually felt angry, if that makes sense. So it, it's it's confusing, but all this to say, like I was mowing the lawn after having very high stress about the whole situation because of the risk. And I had this thought of like, God, like if I, if we get a house, 
and everything goes wrong. Airbnb doesn't work. We don't get an apartment. We aren't making any money. I'm like, I will grind my butt off and that will be our home and we'll live there and I'll be good for the rest of my life. I'm like, all I want is a, like a home for her and the ability to work and I'll be good. And like immediately this weight of like calm, like, like came over me. And I think it was just like God's presence being like, dude, you got to freaking chill out. Like you got to relax. I've got this worst case scenario. You're fine. Um, worst, worst case scenario, like someone dies or something like that. But worst case scenario relating to the house is like, you just work more and you're good. <laughs> like you can afford the mortgage no matter like if you work or like if you get it, you don't have to get a new job to afford the mortgage is what I'm saying. You just work more hours. You'll figure it out. Like worst case scenario with that house, you're good for the rest of your life. And so it's like, okay, like, God, like we're good. Like just, but that was a thought that was very much God given to me. Cause like, there was nothing stopping me from like thinking that before, but I was still just overwhelmed with this like stress. Um, and so it was like such an odd situation, but like just having that like pressure relieved of like, God's got this. And I think that what I'm trying to say is like, so often I think we like stress ourselves out. And like I said, like you would have heard that in the last podcast. Uh, I had a lot of pressure on myself, a lot of like burden on my back. Um, and that was just because I wasn't handing it to God and trusting in him that like, he's going to figure it out no matter what, like worst case scenario, you're good. You've got God. God will provide for you. He promises that to us. He wants to give us good gifts. Um, and like, I think that stress was just like falling on her back too of like, man, like I'm stressed. I can't give him much attention to her. Uh, I'm, I'm like loosely present the whole time. Like it's just, there's so much in my head that I like, can't get out because I don't process the way that other people do. And that's a lot of men, like we're not raised to process externally, we're raised to process internally and to um, not share like heavy stuff. And and yeah, I Jocelyn told me earlier, even today, I was talking about like some financial things. And she's like, yeah, I don't hear much about that. And I'm like, yeah, I just don't like, <laughs> we don't talk about it. Like it's just finances, it's like boring stuff. And I just don't want her to have to like bear that burden with me. Like that's my burden to bear. You just live your life, do your thing. And like you can be the woman like that I love and, and will be good. Um, and so, yeah, I think all of this to say like, A, like marriage, like don't give up on that. Like it's going to suck for a while. And like you need to like sometimes separate yourself from friends and community for a little bit. Not from community, I should say. But you need to have like you can't expect to have the same relationship with your friends that you do um, before you're married. Because that's just not the case. Like your priorities have shifted. No longer is like your community of guys around you, the most important thing to you. It's like, no, it's this one woman that's um, your partner in crime forever. Uh, two, like, don't stop trying to uh, love her well because it's very easy to get caught up in thinking like you made it and you don't have to do anything else anymore. It's like, thing is, things are going to happen. Like, you're going to get crap. Like, Satan is still after you. Like, he still wants you to sin. And like, sin just looks very differently in marriage than it does prior to marriage. Um, and three, like, God is going to take care of you. So, um, I know that was a lot to like say, and it was kind of all over the place, but I think the, the main, like, <laughs> I just wanted to like verbally process the last like two or three weeks since I haven't podcasted with you guys. And just to share with you, like, man, this is, this is what's really going on in my marriage. And, um, this is how God's been, been working in me and showing me the ways. Um, but yeah, the one thing I didn't talk about was Bible reading. Uh, that's one of the things, yeah, discipline was another thing. Um, yeah, it's, it's, that's kind of goes along with like, man, you think that this is the end of the road, but like, it's still hard to get in the word, like regardless of like, Hey, like, yeah, you're going to have less people around you. You're gonna have more free time once you're married for the most part. Um, 
but that doesn't make it any easier to get in the word like that needs to be a priority and that's something that i've been terrible about uh and, and it's a weight that i also put on myself of like man like i'm leading her in this way as well so i need to be very intentional about it um and so that's one of the things i keep putting like coins in your piggy bank keep trusting yourself keep um showing yourself that you can do like be disciplined and do the things that you say you're going to do um otherwise yeah you're going to run out of trust and then each time you tell yourself you're going to read the next day it's like oh but i don't have to because i've prove myself wrong so many times or prove myself right so many times. Um, so yeah, trust yourself, keep trying in your marriage, ex- have a different expectations for relationships outside of marriage. Um, and trust that like, no matter what happens, like I know that it's a lot of weight to bear that you're providing and supporting someone else. Um, but that doesn't mean that God loves you any more or less. And it, it, it well, yeah, he, he loves you the same, no matter what, and he's going to care for both of you. Um, no matter what, because that's like, He's, he's never been wrong before, and that's what he said he's going to do. So, uh, yeah, hope you guys enjoyed this. Hopefully, I'll make another episode soon. Uh, I need to get consistent with this podcast because it's working. Like, people are listening, um, and, I, and I have a lot to share. I just I don't think I make enough time to, like, intentionally think about what I'm learning um, and processing through. And so I think that that's something that I will try to get better at as, as school kind of starts up and that I'll be able to hopefully um, be more intentional with, like, time commuting and walking back and forth and stuff like that. So, Yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this. Um, But yeah, until next time, this was The Good Husband.